shit, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 114. God damn it. How are you doing out there? Did you have a good week? Did you enjoy your life? Well, we have been enjoying our time. We're about to sit down here with the wonderful, fantastic, lovely, talented, uh, joyful James Kennedy. Oh, man. The mouthful. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, to my immediate right, we have uh, Michael Saavedra, as Hi. always. And on the boards, we have uh, Chris Martin, a.k.a. C-Mart. Love that guy. Uh, before we get down to discussing this with our guests, though, today we have a sponsor. Only one read today. Uh, we have a great opportunity you guys should check out. If you have not yet, you should immediately pause this and go to floathouse.ca. What's that mean? Floathouse.ca. It's fantastic. It's the world. World? I don't think I could say the world. I think I could say maybe it is in the, your world. Let's say in my world, the the premier float isolation tank experience. We'll say that uh, it's definitely the Lower Mainland and uh, Alberta's premier isolation tank experience. I think that if you have the opportunity to check it out, you should. Float House has many locations with knowledgeable people and staff, and a very clean facility with. An excellent, excellent, excellent customer service base. If you have the time, make sure you go to floodhouse.ca. And if you're so inclined, you can even save yourself some money by using our podcast promo code. Now, Saavedra, what is that podcast promo code? That would be II Podcast. Goddamn right, it's II Podcast. And you get 20% off your next float. Very, very easy to do. It's We're basically giving it away, folks. It's fantastic. You should check it out. Floodhouse.ca. It's amazing. We float. You should float. Try it out. Check it out. Wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. How, have anybody ever made like the it joke there? Did you say that? We What's all the, float down here. Oh, we all float. <laughs> <laughs> I, this place, man. I, 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 do you think the people that work here ever crave stress? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just, like, after eight hours of just being so calm and, like, just, like, at peace, like, man, I just need someone to, like, cut me off in traffic or yeah. something. Like, I'm missing that for my life. That'd be a weird uh, experience if you were so relaxed that you, you, you sense, like... Yeah, you, like, if you never had any stress, you're just, like, I don't know, it's just, it's you, just so mellow and You started relaxing. craving the chaos of life. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to jump in a mosh pit or... <laughs> Come visit my life, James Kennedy said. I yeah. fucking I, I don't like how you know calm and relaxed this is. Have you ever floated? Have you floated? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. You have floated yeah, before. It's dope. Did you have you floated since you were on last time no. with the boys? No. No. I want to get a group on and come here actually because it's pretty badass. Yeah, you could just use our podcast I'll, promo code, yeah. James Kennedy. <laughs> I'm sure we could actually hook you up with something if you. If no, yeah, so no, I'll, I'll use the promo code and come here because uh, <laughs> when I did it, I forgot to turn. I forgot to. I didn't realize. That you turn the lights off on the inside. Oh, yeah. Like 20 minutes in. And I was like, I felt, I shouldn't be bright in here, too. And then I was like, oh, there's a light. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, and right. Hit, okay, hold on. So you had lights in the tank. Until you hit a switch. So the tank you were in had light, uh, it switch. Was like, it, was, it was just like a dim blue light. And I was the like, one... I feel like it should be completely dark in here. That's and then right. I found a switch. And like, yeah, it was. we told you. When oh, we were... there there is interior lights that you can put on. They're like kind of safety lights in case yeah. like for, you know because not everyone's comfortable being in complete nothingness like that's what that yeah it's, it, you know it is an overwhelming and the guy feeling told us, he's like there's a switch right. when you get in there you lay down then hit the switch right and you, i just didn't hit the switch do you know I what happens paying attention in the orientation video if i recall correctly they say here at float house that they give you like a number of pieces of linen like you know your own house coat and all this stuff and slippers and everything but they give you like a roll of a like a like a hand face towel kind of thing and the, they tell you like to roll it and put it in the door of the actual tank so you can let a little crack of light in if if you don't want the full immersion effect because it's, it's still very powerful 
but you experience. want the, but you want the but you want it like it's awesome like, yeah it's you know it's kind of like i started getting like the squiggly lines going on like, <laughs> like red and blue have really and stuff. yeah wow so you had like a transcendental experience yeah, was, yeah. that's pretty incredible that's but i, I tried that's to like i was like i'm gonna write i'm gonna work on jokes while i'm doing this but no no you know, it's just, <laughs> just, <laughs> if you go in there with a plan it often becomes unraveled pretty yeah, quickly yeah. yeah it was just like oh no i just gonna be completely yeah you're gonna rewalk your childhood real quick yeah <laughs> that's good well hey man let me let me ask you this a lot of things happening recently i can't start this without asking you some important james kennedy type questions some okay. some things that i think you would have answers for now recently outspoken producer musician vocalist fashion mogul kanye west icon icon <laughs> greatest artist of uh oh, generation. generation best best uh, my, he, my re- lord and savior Jesus Christ yeah <laughs> now that you've accepted him into your heart yeah uh, he recently you know had a couple random kind of show experiences like uh, <laughs> yeah. to say the yeah. least random. Um, <laughs> also didn't vote people that you know if you're living under rock you know what we're talking about basically Kanye like ended a couple concerts early but powerfully the last one the Sacramento concert I think was yeah. particularly yeah. powerful enough that Mr. Snoop Dogg slash Lion Decided to let everyone know that this motherfucker's crazy. Like when Snoop <laughs> says the, you're crazy, I don't know. And that's that's what it is, though, because you haven't. They, it was just announced within the last hour that he's been committed to a hospital. That what? Was just, that Did was, that just happen? That's just a guy who's bipolar going fully manic. Hold on, like that's, it's, that's what I, I think is the. It's like yeah, the, our, all our geniuses were crazy. Of course. And have mental illness. And everyone's like, he's such an... I'm like, he makes a great album. Then he loses his mind because he works too hard. And he's probably drinking and not taking care of his body. And Holy then, shit. Look at this. Kanye West. I guarantee West. you, he's like full on bipolar. I now literally, everyone's going to be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> allegedly. Mind, allegedly. Yeah. Just, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, hold he, on. Well, he talks about Lexapro and all that oh, stuff. On Life on of Pablo. Yeah, yeah didn't he? Like, yeah, he did say that. Well, here, I'm literally just reading this now. Yeah, I just you, found you didn't know this either, right? No. Uh it says here, yeah, uh, reports Kanye, host- Kanye West hospitalized in L.A. after canceling the remainder of his tour eight minutes ago. Fuck, yeah. you're right. You're yeah. on the cusp. You're on the breaking news cusp, <laughs> oh, James man, Kennedy. Kanye, are you kidding me? Jesus. I didn't realize <laughs> you. breaking news alert done, on your phone. Yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I'm. He's wearing fucking Yeezys right now. Look <laughs> at this. Like. I'm like a, my, my buddy Cody called me a Kanye West apologist the other day <laughs> in a roast battle because I just, there's nothing you can, I, I, I defend him. No That's funny, what. man. Yeah, I'm it, like a Trump supporter, but with Kanye. Like sometimes, just, sometimes. Like, yeah, so yeah, also yeah, a Trump was, supporter. Yeah. Well, no. What he did said was he said, but they took it all out of context because he said he's like, I'm sick of uh, the Democrats just acting like you automatically get the black vote. He's like, you don't automatically get the black vote. You you put up. We wanted Bernie, and you gave Hillary, and you act like you. And he's like, and then that's why I would have voted Donald Trump. Cause I like, agree. Fuck you if you're not. And then then they just. Cut it all out, and they just get Donald Trump or Kanye West going. I would have voted for Donald Trump. I would have voted for Donald Trump. They cut out the whole spiel. Like I'm like, yeah, he rants for 20 minutes. He's he's a genius. Preach, James Kennedy. Yeah, you ever listen? You know, it's a good thing you want to do. Brett Easton Ellis has a podcast, and he does two episodes with Kanye. Listen to that, and listen to two of the most creative geniuses, just like admiring each other. Like his ego is gone. You're like, yeah, this guy's he's still he's very okay because. When you talk about being a Kanye West apologist, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I'll, I'll just say this. Like, <laughs> when I heard, originally, when I heard his rant against Sway on Sway in the Morning, yeah, uh, people... Uh, I love when people snap on Sway. Right. Because, I mean, Sway, like, I mean, he's been, like, dreadlocked Sway all the way back, you know, way back. Like, yeah, like, Sway and he's Tech. He's been around, like, Sway and Tech is, like, such 
let's talk about icons. Like these are like, yeah. in, especially in the infrastructure of uh, urban journalism, hip hop media kind of stuff. Like that's he's the Cronkite of this shit. Like, yeah. he, like he's very much involved. But the thing about this is, maybe Tim Westwood actually would get a little nod. Tim Westwood would probably get a yeah, <laughs> the Cronkite nod. Anyway, that's beside the point. But when I saw Kanye go off on him, I uh, I actually. I didn't like the way he delivered the, you don't got the answer, Sway. I didn't like that. <laughs> but everything he was saying prior to that, I was actually agreeing with Kanye a bit. Oh, I, everything. I was, and I, I felt <laughs> weird. And then here's the thing. We talked about this just last week, how weird it is lately, ever since the Trump victory uh, in the election, how tight-lipped everyone gets a little bit. Like, you don't want to come off this weird dichotomy people have created that, like, if you're if you support one aspect of one person's character, then you you totally co-sign everything about them. And yeah, it's like, no, yeah. no, no. I, I I agree with Kanye up until this point. Maybe he shouldn't have canceled the concert early. <laughs> Just saying. But I'm know, like, that's like, like, to me, I'm like, well, yeah, tell that to... Tell that to Guns N' Roses, or tell that to Led Zeppelin. Talk to like any, right. any great. They all did that. Every every single one of them has done it. We're like, yeah, they went on stage two hours late, and they played for five five songs. Then they went. Unless you're like you're talking about Bruce Springsteen, or yeah. like maybe U two, but like every other major rock star had their meltdown. Marilyn Manson, Tint, Nine Inch Nails, they all had their meltdown stage. Where it's like, yeah, they came out completely wasted, kicked over the drums, and walked off stage. Big time. And every, like everyone's done that. But then it's so like well when, documented. But then when Kanye West does it, it's like you. We gotta we gotta have 18 million blogs oh. about it and when he goes when he goes uh when he says uh we, you know we focus we're focusing too much energy we're, we're always just talking about racism we're just dwelling on racism i'm not saying stop fighting racism but he's like racism's always going to be around we got to fight other ways find other ways to better ourselves and come above racism and then you see the article and it's like kanye west says racism doesn't exist yeah like, <laughs> pro-trump or whatever you're like come on like <laughs> At least listen to the whole thing. Kanye just, West doesn't care about yeah, black people. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Some shit like that, yeah. I, you're totally bang on about that, though, because actually I was reading the transcript of what he was saying and the, the rant on the Sacramento show, and when he said, um, Beyonce, I literally jumped on stage and took shit for seven years about snatching a mic away from you. I became like a living meme. Yeah, people were so upset at just the utterance of my name. People have called me an asshole and have completely minimized and the discarded. President. The president, yeah, the president called, called it like the fact that all of his accomplishments have been just completely under uh, so much scrutiny ever since he did this like mic upstaging kind of thing on Taylor Swift a few years ago. That award show right. for for the record, he and 100% he was right. Yeah, that yeah, Beyonce Taylor Swift is the best. <laughs> no, C- no, C-Mart, known Taylor Tay Tay supporter. Yeah, but what happened in the beauty? She, what, 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 what was the video that she beat uh, Beyonce for? A better one, whatever it was. What was it? Was, it was I think it's called "You Belong with Me." What happens in that song. music video? Is what that, happens in the music is video? Is that the one where she's a cheerleader across the? I don't door? know. I don't, I don't know. know. What, what, she, what's what's the single always... ladies Beyonce video? Oh, Everybody iconic. knows that video. It's one, one of the greatest music videos of all time. time. He was right. Twenty Yo. years from now, people will still remember that Beyonce video. That is true. They forgot about that Taylor Swift video one year later. You, Nobody gave a You watch that Beyonce C-Mart video? video? <laughs> you watch that Beyonce video? C Mart won't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like T Swizzle killed it. Uh, that that Beyonce video is fucking incredible though. It's like one shot. Incredible. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. It was, like, it was just three powerful women just dancing, and, and it was like flawlessly iconic. captured. I yeah. don't think was, I've ever seen either video. <laughs> Savedra. You would see known, it. Like, known Queen so B supporter. Like yeah. SNL did it. Yeah. And so many. You, you, you'd know it if you saw Screen Cat just, Killer. They just shake and shimmy. Uh, but the thing is, like, he was, he was right about that, right? <laughs> but but he's, he's standing on stage and he's trying to, like, the thing is, he's not communicating in a way that 
I guess everyone's listening to him, but I I understand what the fuck he's saying. He's yeah. saying, uh, Beyonce, I went out there and I took the fucking rap for you. Literally, I took the heat for the last seven years for this. And then, then you, I find out that Beyonce, he's talking about Beyonce, he's like, I find out that you have been like politicizing things behind the scenes and you said you won't appear at the next uh, MTV Music or whatever the fuck next award show uh, unless you win the award. Like you won't you won't perform unless you win the award. He's like, I don't even do that shit. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, damn. I mean, that says a lot. Doesn't that say a lot? But out of what is he telling the truth? That's a difference. Well, doesn't that say a lot now? That let's 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 get even deeper. Didn't Jay Z and Beyonce not attend Kim Kardashian and Kanye's wedding? I don't know. Oh, Lord. Ooh, shit. You know, what, you know what's funny though with Kim Kardashian is uh, since that robbery, she she hasn't touched social media. She hasn't been on any television appearances. She's been completely, and still people are acting like she has an effect on their lives. Like people are still writing, <laughs> fuck Kim Kardashian. She shuts a bit. She's been gone for six months. How is this woman hurting you? How, what is she doing that affects you? I like, don't think I, it's about affecting. I think that like... I think at this point... This is so funny, though. Every podcast I do, I end up just getting passionate about Kanye Kanye West. (laughs) Kanye (laughs) West. I hope they don't talk about Kanye. Known apologist, James Kennedy. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, everyone talks about... uh, Well, Kim Kardashian, she's so successful because she's this brand. She's like this perfect brand. And it's like, she she is maybe now. But like everyone like glosses over the fact that like... No, no, no. She she's the girl that Ray J banged out on tape, and she had a better sex tape than Paris Hilton, and so it was all the rage at the time, and everyone was waiting for a Lindsay Lohan tape, and it never yeah. came. So they gave her all the Kim Kardashian attention. But but I always feel like I mean like who was it? Was it was it this woman that was already a multimillionaire, or was it this failing R and B singer who was trying to make a comeback in his career that leaked that videotape? Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, Wait but like, when, when's the last song you heard from Ray J? That was, like, and I'm like, oh, I hit it first. That was probably the, the last and I, and one. But even that's like, based on this event. And then I just think something negative. Like, if I was going to look at it, I'd say something negative happened to her. She was the victim of a sex crime, and then she turned it to a positive and made it an empire for an entire family. Jesus. That if I was going to defend her, and I would say, well, she tried to sue the guy. She tried really hard to sue the guy behind the sex tape, and then Paris Hilton, her best friend, told her, went to that other Louis You would need all. And said, this is the deal you do, so you make you make royalties off of it. Oh, that was it? That was it. the yeah. background? Because you, you would need all of the armor polish in the world to wear that white knight suit to get that over at the people and be like well she was a sex crime victim she made it and then I I just think (laughs) like she way she like she dominated just like her skill with social media it's like Donald Trump like say what you want he he out twittered everybody this year big time he he just killed everybody on twitter yeah And it was just like Obama won social media the year the years before when everyone's like oh look at these everyone's Instagramming they got memes hey, made did up you for know Obama and o- they went, Obama has a Spotify playlist you're like yeah, what the fuck totally. right? like, he, yeah. like, he, he out social media at all his competitors and then mm-hmm. Donald Trump's like I'm just gonna out kill everyone <laughs> on Twitter and he just destroyed everyone you think noted racist Hulk Hogan could have gotten points <laughs> on the back end of his sex tape notice racist yeah. and uh, recently uh, champion <laughs> killer of Gawker <laughs> Hulk Hogan yeah oh. right because he sued them right he, he got, ended he up how much did he, he get yeah. Savedra, how much did he get he uh, killed he, the studio. Well, he was oh, awarded he did, 150 yeah. million, but then he only ended up getting about 30 million, I think. What? You're a wrestling fan? Oh, big time. Big we time are, wrestling yeah, fan? We are, yeah, are you yeah. both are wrestling fans? Yeah. I just watched that clip of Goldberg. Last night? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, like, I Those like, guys watching, man, Goldberg squashed Brock Lesnar last night, son. That's what you call a squash. That's a squash booking. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how into. Are you into wrestling? 
Uh, I used to be like until I was okay. like, grade. Should have called him Gold Dad. Yeah. So that was what I was just like. Well, Goldberg <laughs> looks the same as he did when I was in grade ten. First of all, he hasn't. Yeah, he looks good for like his age, but yeah. he hasn't been in the ring since two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, even further back, I guess two thousand. No, well, he he did that. It was little twelve spot. years. They said twelve years. That's about what? That's two thousand four. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah. Math. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the clip of it. It's like Goldberg returns after 12 years and then. By God. Takes out a guy that's way bigger than him in, in uh, one minute. Who's an actual killer? Who yeah. could actually simulate death on you? Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you know, like an actual killer. That's the strange thing about this is uh, see, this is where, like, I almost love, truthfully, I almost love the politics behind uh, professional wrestling more than I actually love the actual. Like, I love the, the act of it. Like, I love the art of it. But the. Think about this. What is the financial end game of this? That you take one of your biggest draws, Brock Lesnar, and you squash him with an old man who was one of the biggest draws, but yeah. is not an active wrestler. Is is the definition of a part-time wrestler, which is actually what Brock is. So, where what is this? Are they setting up like a WrestleMania match? What the fuck is going to shake of this, right? Because is Goldberg it, supposed to be fighting more? Yeah, well, yeah apparently oh, he I did sign, he signed up for a Royal Rumble. Right? Was it an Royal actual Rumble. match though, or did yeah. Goldberg come? Not out only was it a, not only was it an actual match, it was fucking. They built it up like they promoted it for like eight weeks or some shit. Yeah. Right? It was like a, a good it was, it last chunk. eighty seconds. And a la- yeah, it's great. Fucking Savage told me he was like fixing his plate for dinner and, and like like in the other room. It's over, babe. No, I was just like, <laughs> like, damn it. The one that, one, like, one that got me the, the, the hardest ever in wrestling was the, uh, what was it, like the poke, of, the poke of Death by Hulk Hogan. Oh, like, Kevin, did, uh, oh yeah. Kevin Nash when I was yeah. like, watching NWO for like, like a year and a half yeah. building up to that thing. And then it was just like he just poked him. And the infamous was, finger poke of doom. Is that what it's called, that, the finger yeah, poke of doom? Yeah, yeah. Really? that was like, what, a week after... Like Kevin Nash beat Goldberg for the first time. That's I true. I remember, like, I was not in grade eight and just yeah. like my head was like imploding. I was just not like, only that, what? but you remember when? Yeah, the week before it was that. All the ruse. Yeah, right. Like just nuclear heat, right? Yeah. Fucking uh, Kevin Nash defeating Goldberg to end that streak. People are like listening home. Fucking read a book. Goldberg was on a 200-0 streak or some read shit like that. Read a wrestling book. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, though, like, uh, that match, though, was fucking crazy entertaining. It was for what it was. And I don't know. There's So the best performers right Oh, actually, hey, this this actually happened. I wanted to bring this up anyway, so this is kind of a weird segue. I was at the barber last week. I go in. And it's like one of these dead quiet barber shops, and I'm used to like weird. livingly weird. like chatting yeah, with everyone. I don't like that. Right? Well, you don't like chatting. <laughs> I'm not a chatter no, in the I chair. don't. I don't like chatter, but I don't like silence either. Well, mm. it was silent, and I walked in, and one of the guys who wasn't uh, didn't have like a client was like flipping through channels, and then he he stopped on Raw, on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And I was like. That's like I haven't seen anyone watch that in public, and like especially at a work, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen that in so long. So I, I commented on it, and I was like, I was like, oh shit! I was like, maybe Kevin Owens is gonna be uh, on because you know he's from Canada and we love him. He's currently Universal Champion. He's like the guy. So I was like, oh, and so this barber starts talking about it. And it just starts all this chatter, and all the chairs start getting into it. Oh, I remember Stone Cold. I remember Bob. Yeah. And everyone starts like kicking in their little memory, and uh, I just I thought I was like I was like that's kind of fucking. That's this is like a little feeling of like how it was a little bit in the attitude era where like it's not as you know quote unquote uncool socially unacceptable like yeah and also I think it's just like a lot of people are in like it's just a thing that 
when you find a group of people that are right. the same thing, it's like, oh, shit. Like, it, like we both, like, everyone in this room, we all know, we all personally know wrestlers. Like, we all know guys that wrestle. We, yeah. We all know guys that are, like, like you know, it's. I'm good. Well, I'm, I know the ladies' choice. Ladies' choice. Yes. That's my dude. Like, that's when, it. I, when, when I go on the road with him, like, we stay, like, in the same hotel room and stuff. Because, like, he does comedy. And I'll bring him, like, opener and, like. Ladies' Choice did probably one of my favorite uh, intros ever on uh, Steel Toes Required. With oh, you yeah, guys. yeah, the, the voice. <laughs> yeah. He sent me one. He sent me one did recently. He, send, he sent yeah. you a personal one. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it's the macho. It's like he, took, he took a clip of Macho Man Randy Savage, but it's his voice. Oh, and he's fuck. just like, you got a six-pack of beer. I got a six-pack of abs. And he's like, <laughs> what did he, Yo, he called Stefan McNeil on the show. Stephen he's like, Dress Shoes McNeil. I'm here with Stefan Dress Shoes McNeil. <laughs> fuck. Hilarious. Yeah, I, when I was with him on the road, like, I was just like... Ladies' get, choice. Getting so many, like, I'm like, you know, telling me stories about, like, Jim Yanville Neidhart way after the WWF oh, years. Oh, shit. Like, you know, like I, don't, I can't repeat some of the things he was just yeah. saying about, like, different guys. But I was like, whoa. His daughter wrestles now. His daughter, Nightheart's? Uh, yeah, N- Natalia, right? Yeah, yeah, Natalia, and she wrestles with like the hard name. Oh wow! Doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, right. And she comes from. The, she went. She trained at the house. She got stretched by uh, <laughs> in the dungeon. Stretched in the dungeon. Do she's you, actually a Lance Storm. Product. Oh, Lance Storm product. Oh. Just same as uh, beautiful Billy Suede. A lot of the guys from. That's right. A lot of I think local, we got the, the local wrestlers. That's <laughs> right. Uh, hey, you know what? I'd be remiss right now if I didn't start peppering this into the show and let people yeah. know that on December 8th through 10th, people can check you out in Vancouver at Yuck Yucks Vancouver. Yeah. And then the following week on the 15th to the 17th, good, I believe. Good for you. Right, right? up ahead, yeah. Uh, at Yuck Yucks <laughs> Abbey. Yeah, I'll be headlining the shows there in Abbotsford. James Candy, don't give me compliments about remembering stuff. This is the easiest job in the world. I have yeah. one thing to remember. In I'll fact, still, it'd be I, shitty if I could. I, when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's right. I am going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't stop me, so I was like, okay, this must be right. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I was okay. Uh, I, was, I, I think people should check you out uh, live because we, and by we, I mean all of us here at the show, we we have you like circled all the time. It's like, oh my God, you're like one of the guys we have to watch all the time. You're fucking hilarious. You're one of the consistently great comments, comics in the city. Oh, thank you. And uh, I mean, words get thrown around a lot about like up and coming, fast riser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind oh, of your stuff. Your next is one of the fastest rising comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when they just, they just change the, 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 the He's the a wild man, what James was, Kennedy. It'll be like, it'll be like well, your next comedian is one of the fastest rising comics in, in Vancouver. And then you'd be like, your next comedian is one of the fastest rising comics in Western Canada. Yeah. And then one of the fastest rising comics in Canada. Yeah. Like, they they drew a atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then eventually. <laughs> they drew a real hard line at like the Manitoba border, I guess. So like in Western Canada, he's one of the hardest risers. In Ontario, though he's not he doesn't well, have anything like, it just kind of shows where your tours are going <laughs> you know like at first you're just like, you're like oh man one of the fastest rising comics in Vancouver and parts of northern BC and yeah. <laughs> and then it's like oh he's one of the fastest rising comics that also goes to Calgary twice a year yeah twice a year. he's got a good Calgary run kind of yeah out there. Uh, you, <laughs> you do have like uh, some pretty rad accolades though in the last couple of years though like we should maybe let people know that um, I might get the years wrong so you can help me out but uh, uh, people's champ of comedy yeah 24 14. 14. Yeah. Yes. The and last then, year they had it. They didn't have it last year. That's right. They that didn't was have the, the 20- last year, 2014. Yeah. I'm the reigning champ. That's right. <laughs> Undefeated. But they gave me like a giant trophy when you win it. And then I had it for like a, the year went by. And then I was like, so am I not 
getting rid of this trophy. Like, yeah, it's, like it's, you it's, keep it's, it's stupid. Do you bit. still have Do it? I then? Have to keep no, this? I did a show when I used <laughs> to run King's Head Comedy. We did a People's Champ show because it was Patrick Malia, a comedian oh, right, thing. Yeah. So then we just had every past winner on the show, and then I had Patrick headline it, and he just told the story about it was a crazy story about running the competition. And then when he finished the set, I was like, "Take your fucking trophy." <laughs> <laughs> but at first, I took it and got my name engraved on it because he's like, "Oh, oh nice. we give it to you, and then at the end of the, um, in the off time, we'll get your name engraved on it for the next person." Oh, I was like, nice. I'm making sure my name's that's on it. That's nice. Yeah, that's before cool. I give it back. It's not like a towel rack or something now, is it? Or something yeah, like, no. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that's actually it's funny. We haven't had Patrick on the show, and it seems like at this stage we should have had him on the show. I think we tried at one point. Of course. We, was, yeah, yeah, we, we a, did. We did actually that was a try. Impression for yeah, all of the course. <laughs> of course, and I'd be like, "Do you think we could get him on?" You're like, "Of course." Perhaps it would be painful. I was wondering why you haven't booked him already. Yeah. Like, can't it would really do be, the voice, but Patrick can. Yeah, it, it would be painful for you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Shit." Yeah, no, but uh, I think we just had schedule issues the first time. That's what it was, and we just never kind of reached out but yeah. um i think uh i gotta ask you this recently on the podcast we were talking about a tribe called quest yep. new album digging it myself yeah but uh the people we had on the show were not really hip-hop listeners but knew like can i kick it and, uh, yeah. you know that kind of stuff good on them whatever yeah but uh, they were they were like, what do you feel? What do you feel about this? Because it was right on the right on the beacon, like the week before the SNL slot. Yeah. So they were That's like, when the album drop, yeah. Right, yeah. So so they were like, uh, what do you, uh, uh, what do you, what do you think? They're asking me, and and I was like, well, in my heart, no Fife, no Tribe. But then I know Fife's all over the album, yeah, and like previously recorded stuff. But what I'm saying is this, okay? I said this, I caught a little bit of flack for it. But I want to know what you think because earlier we were talking about massive rock star egos and things yeah. like that. It is of my opinion, personally, as a producer, that I think Q-Tip is one of my favorite producers ever. Oh, totally! Fucking incredible. I, I explained. I don't want to bore people because you can go back to that that episode and listen you to. You say modesty, how it just says produced by the Uma or produced by Tribe. Well, <laughs> where you're always like, we know you made the beat, Q-Tip. You're like, right. Yeah. You're just so you know, you're in the boat and yeah. you're, you were going on the same stream. Here we go. The I told this story on uh, the one of the last shows with Spree Killers is like episode one, ten or twelve or eleven or something. The uh, I, I told about the the stop tape, the play play stop. People don't know yeah. that. Yeah. You, I think, were the one, James Kennedy, who put me onto this. Because what you, it was it uh, was it off uh, Illmatic? Illmatic. It yeah, was, uh, you made one love. That's with right. The stop tape. Now people don't know what that is. It's like nowadays you can like sample m- various many ways with like different uh, devices or like just a mic or like the, it, yeah. computers have made things completely different. Put it on a screen, but chop the, it up. Yeah, but on the time he basically used like a little Control C, Control V, right? Right. Like, copy paste, and he used like. Two cassette tapes. Two cassette tapes and then played, played them force. into a different recording. Right. And you listen to that song and you're like, what? Like when, yeah. once you know, like, you know, I, the, I gave a shitty analogy. I was like, that'd be like if I took these two salt rocks basically and made a song out of it. Like, it, you, there's well, it's just a, even just how frustrating that would be to like take a small snippet of right? a, an old song and then find that, that, Amazing. that cool loop, then add all the effects to it and everything that right. you to it. It's, so yeah. with that being said, clearly my respect level for this guy is pretty high, right? Yeah. Okay. I then went on to say that, uh, you know, he might be, Q-tip, might be uh, the, the Axl Rose 
of fucking Tribe Called Quest. He might be. Oh, it's his ego. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's he's definitely the same thing. Too. I'm glad you agree with me because I oh, I went cool. on a limb to say that I that's felt kind of weird. That's what the whole the whole rift between the group. That's what broke them up. Big was, time. People don't know it. So, but it's also like he made the he makes the beats. He <laughs> he has the more memorable verses. He wrote the hooks. Like you're like. It, yo, he, Fife's whole thing on tour has just been thank you, thank you, Mr. Q-Tip for letting me be a part of this. Like that's how I feel. I feel Jesus like his whole after every album, he should just be like, man, thank you so much for letting me. No, I hear you. Be here because uh, I hear you. Because no, they they get brought in, they brought in Consequence, they kicked him out, nothing changed. He did he did Q-Tip Amplified, great album. That's true. Yeah, great album. Fife Dog did a solo album. Uh, Not as good. I can't. I know Dylan made some beats for it. I can't remember a single song from it. But I know Let's Ride. I remember the instru- well, I remember classic, the- <laughs> and I know Vibrant Thing, and what, all those. I remember the uh, Fife uh, album instrumentals. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the, yeah. There's dope beats. <laughs> this is not going well. I'm, I'm I'm sounding like I don't like them. But I like like the top top uh, point I'm trying to make here though is that like. But he's just like he's a control freak, and right. thank God he is because he like he makes he is really good best. at what he does. I'll just say this though the the. With Fife no longer capable of even interjecting, say, even a, a minority government opinion, yeah, right, like to not even well, you know, like to he's already overruled on everything basically anyway. But like the fact that he doesn't have that anymore at all, and now he's just free to like use Fife's verses as he wishes. But I don't think they're gonna that the, that album was half recorded by the time when Fife died. Like Fife came up with the name. They they did a reunion show on Conan, and they went to the studio and they had been working on that in secrecy for like six months all together with Jerobi and yeah. Fife Dog and Q Tip. Even then, that was crazy with Jerobi. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think is so great. And then Fife, yeah. and then Fife died, and then the Q Tip just finished off like the last five songs. That's yeah. why there's those songs without him. But do you have a favorite uh, favorite Fife Dog bar? Let's give him some love. My oh. <laughs> I, I love uh, I love see a lot of people don't like the um, the last the last the love movement and that's yeah. one of my favorite tribe albums like all Jay Dillon Q Tip beats like, it's so good I love that album and I love Fife's song uh, my name that's is a Mike. maverick opinion right there yeah, it's, I love that album <laughs> so much my name is Mighty Ranks where that song where he's like oh how's it go uh, oh I can't remember how it goes but you, you know any uh, my favorite bar from Fife is. Uh, very simple, but uh, riding on the train when you're without no dope oh, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it doesn't maybe sound like the craziest line, but in the song, it as it flows out, oh, yeah. it's just like riding it hits you really like you're dope. like, yeah, you're like it does suck. Because everyone's kind of been there where you're just like, fuck. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. Looking I gotta... around at all these other broke motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me yeah. think like, like the classic lines, too. The... The firefighter, firefighter <clears throat> assassin with the roughneck business. Oh, yeah. I float like gravity. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's he always bothered me. I float like gravity. He does uh, have some. the uh, opposite of gravity with their fight. There's some pretty weird bad bars out there. Like, uh, oh. you, you know, you know that, uh, you know, uh, the Biggie no, one? Yeah, you're nobody till somebody kills you on that song. Biggie says, uh, you look so good. Well, I, oh, I, I suck your daddy's dick. Yeah. That is a weird bar, but, but I, I get what he's saying. Do you, yeah, and also, I didn't know <laughs> this. C-Mart, probably first time hearing yeah, that When bar. I first saw you, my first thoughts was, shit, you look so good, I'll probably suck your daddy's, daddy's dick. dick. Which is, I always thought, like, that's so fucked. But then I found out it's a it's a really popular joke, because I was listening to it from a Richard Pryor album that was came out. Oh, he's shit. He's referencing a Richard Pryor joke, and that's why it's always just like... 
Oh, I didn't. I saw I, people our age listen back, like, what a weird fucking line. And then every you know black person at that time was like, this is a great fucking reference. That's a funny. <laughs> That's uh, crazy that this came back to comedy. Like, wait, do you know what album that is? From? I, I, I know it's one of the ones that I couldn't say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Super it's new? one of those three albums. With Super a, with, new? Yeah, it's one of those three albums yeah. with a title I can't say. Uh, we'll get Quasi Thomas in the room here. He'll clear yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll clear yeah, for us. Yeah, this thing with Boom Bata, watch your teeth shatter. All that shit you're popping your jams, it won't matter. But your whole crew, now that your joint shatter. I'm the captain of the ship. Fuck, go William Shatner. I love oh, that shit. Verse. Yeah. See, that's real dope. People yeah, that are listening at home. Stop sleeping on the love movement. It's great. The it's, delivery on that. Well, I mean, even now, it's, it's probably going to get the most love right now. Like, this is kind of a renaissance yeah, of sorts right now. But the, everybody always, everyone thought that album was trash. It's great. I def, That's why I'm like, that's a maverick opinion. Yeah, I don't like, know if it was, Beats rhymes in life. Yeah. I get it. It's it's pretty middle of the road. There's nothing really that stands out to it. But I love those Jay Dilla beats. Low end theory all day for me. Low yeah. end theory. I, I feel like, you know. You could play that at my funeral, and I'd be. That was always cool my yeah. yeah. And I mean, even though I think my Midnight Marauders might be a more solid album, Low End Theory is to me just the one that I. Yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. Only because, especially if you watch interviews at that point, Q-Tip had a real um, just wait, just wait and see kind of like he's like, oh, if you if you guys think like El Segundo is like the craziest shit, he's <laughs> yeah. like, just wait, just wait for my, you yeah. know, like um, that. That's kind of like. You know, brings me brings me to another point here. Like within within the sonic realm of of music and hip hop, what what are like the kind of artists that like you are inspired by recently? Like like you listen to and you're like, oh, dope! I like Anderson like, Pack, number beat, one, big time. Anderson Pack is like I'm just so oh, amazed by him. And I, I once so when I was perf- I got to perform at Pemberton this year, so I got an artist pass. That's right. And yeah. so I got to stand on stage and watch him perform, and I was just like, like he's the craziest. Good, good drummer like he's an amazing drummer and he's doing like these crazy drum fills whilst rapping and singing the whole time with a live band so you're like good. how is this guy so fucking talented and then i went back to the the artist lounge area because you get free food and free beer beer <laughs> it's i don't it's amazing oh, i'm and, james kenny i'm just yeah, here and he had like a big plate of ribs and i'm like i don't want to i can't i just went up to him I was like hey man album of the year 2016 you have the best album of the year and then he like put his food down he like, grabbed my hand he's like Thank you, brother. That means so much to me. That's I was like, rad, he's man. fucking modest too. Like, ah, oh, damn it. He's, he's one like of the good guys, humble, man. Like, so humble. Like, he grabbed my hand away, like, made me melt. I was like, oh, you're fucking the dope. Oh, you're a sweetheart too. Yeah. He's well, just, he's one of the good guys. He kills he, it on the tribe album too. I, I read this really, really good feature piece on him, probably about like, it was like a long, like, it was like 20, for the internet era, it was like what, 20 pages or something. Yeah. And his whole rise out of the LA scene where he said he wanted to be like this conduit between the underground and mainstream, like where he could do a joint with Mac Miller yeah, and then turn around and do like, you know, Taylor Swift, C-Mart. Swift? Yeah. <laughs> his, his first album, Venice, like I like it, but it's, the, it's not, he, it's, he did that album he with, he leveled songs up. with Dre and then he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm maybe he's, it bang. maybe he's taking Brock Lesnar's cycle steroids. Maybe he, that's how yeah, he's have you like, heard NX worries. His, it's his new album. His newest shit that, like... Kendrick, yeah, or, yeah, Anderson Pack. It's like, it came out like a month ago. With Kendrick. No, it's just, it's him and a producer, and they call it NX Worries, but it's just like oh, an Anderson okay. Pack album. In the future, he did talk about how he's going back with his, like, first guy or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah so they're called yeah. NX Worries. They, oh, had okay. an e- they have an EP and an oh, album. Oh, because it's like North, NX is like the North, uh, North by or something. I don't know, something like that. 
I am literally remembering yeah. an, an article I read okay, once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's uh, poorly. I might add. He's definitely the guy that I'm like right now. Just I love I love everything, man. I'm we, also uh, like I, I finally, what's your guilty pleasure right now? What's your guilty pleasure song you listen to? You're like I can't believe I like this, but I love it. Uh, I don't know. Come on. I see that I'd smile. To, I know I gotta have to think, but I I, I like uh, Danny. I like Danny Brown's new album a lot. Yeah, too. dude. Like, dude Danny I, Brown might be the top of everyone's guilty pleasure list. Yeah, sometimes you're like, this is not like if my if I was in the car with my mom, she'd be like, what <laughs> the mom? fuck are you listening to? And I'm like, I know you're right. This is this is bad. Like I know. Beat the pussy like, up like it's so, Novocaine. He's, 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 he's really good, but it's just like his his voice. Sometimes you're like, what are you listening? Works to? Works really well right? when I'm playing Battlefield. Yeah, Spotify is always trying to put me on to. Uh, Hey, you like the hippity hop? It worked perfectly. Yeah, I can't lie. Like, oh, <laughs> can't I'm focus on what he's saying. Fucking. <laughs> my list right now on my title account is like it's pretty solid. It's just look at this guy. This fancy title account. Yeah, I paid twenty bucks. You know, look what? at this guy. Then the art, because then you get Neil Young. Oh, you, you got get title Prince, money, and you get you okay. get the artists get real money. You didn't get. I used to buy it all from iTunes, and I was always like, Spotify is ripping artists off. And then, like, how dare you stream shame me on my? That's own why show. Neil Young and shit will be on titles because they'd actually. <laughs> They don't fuck over no, the I know. Fuck yeah. And I can like listen to comedy albums. And I get my Kanye album updated all the time. Because <laughs> <My laughs> he's always making changes, man. It's crazy. Like every, It is it, true. It's I, always a new... Like every week, I'm like, he added a new line to the Chance verse. The other, like the beginning of Chance's verse on the album. He added like all this other shit's going into it. And it keeps getting better. And I don't really better. fuck with title too much. The only reason I haven't is just because like I get Spotify wait, wait, for free. Say, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. So I'm like... I got it for free with my phone thing, but I just something like that. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. Do I need another? It's my weird thing. But how dare you stream shame me? Yeah, I, I, I always. I mean, I. That's pointed too. Pointed. You were like, you know, speaking from a member of the elite title community. Yeah, well, I bought all my albums <laughs> from iTunes forever. I like, I just switched because I was like, no, I'm whatever. <laughs> I, I can spend twenty bucks. Because I, I also think you value it way more. I love that you spend more on your music a month than you spend on your Netflix. Yeah. That is a powerful gesture. I don't. I don't spend any money on Netflix. Look at this guy. Yeah. And I spend more money on it than I do on my cable because I don't have cable. Holy shit. Yeah. So what are you doing with your life? You just I work, working, performing work, music, and then I go home. I have a shower, and then I go to a show. <laughs> I have a shower. And I just do a show. A and then show. I go to do sleep. you have a way to listen to music in the shower? Like, do you have a system? Uh, for I that? wish. No, oh, that's okay. like my that's my rehearsal time. Oh, I see. Okay. You run so through I, the set in the shower? Yeah. Do nice. you find yourself? Doing even like the, uh, like the, the act out, say the physical like the, stuff. Yeah, or? like the ad lib. Well, because like your, no, some of your act is like pretty sexual. Yeah, no, I would, <laughs> no, I just like just kind of just like run over my head, maybe like mm-hmm. just make sure I'm, it's all clicking. You have a mirror yeah. in there, you gesture, you know, make faces. N- no, I just like that thing. It's so weird. I, a lot of comedians will say that too. It's like where I, I write too. Like my girlfriend, like you had a 25 minute shot. I'm like, yeah, but I got a new bit. Like now, it's just. Do you know why that is? It's the same little, it's a microcosm of the floats. That's exactly what it is. Because when people like get a few minutes to themselves to not have to think about anything, yeah. and to just relax, you suddenly, totally. yeah, it like breaks down all well, those Well, the sensory deprivation, all that makes, like when you make a beat, you close <clears> your eyes, right? Oh. Like you, when, if you're making music, you close your eyes when you listen to it. And that's I also just think like, there's like a white noise aspect too, to the shower. 
Yeah. Because it's like that's true. So it yeah. kind of like occupies that that audio space. That's just like, and it, you kind of can think through that. But that's it's a not good like, call. Yeah. It's not like totally. It's, it's a good, weird. Sound. It's like when your apartment's dead quiet, and you're like, well, I should turn on like the TV mm-hmm. and yeah. like put on like before the crushing loneliness catches up. <laughs> <after laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'll just put on like because we we just well I have Netflix, but it's just oh like, look at this guy. It's my girlfriend's sister's <laughs> account, oh, so we just oh, put it on and then I plug that in my TV and then I'll just put on some dumb show like. The bitch in apartment twenty three. Oh yeah, little cat Dennings for you there. I don't know. I've watched about three minutes of it, but I've according to Netflix, I've watched about twenty episodes of it. <laughs> I, I Eric Andre's in there. Yeah, yeah, that's Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, like, Eric, I was like, what's this he plays? Show? He plays the least Eric Andre type character yeah, ever. It's not very funny. It's not like <laughs> no. He's show, like super vanilla, but actually, I think James Vanderbeek in that show is fucking amazing. He's really yeah, actually. But good. it's not like yeah. it's not exceptionally good. There's way better shows, but that's why yeah. I don't put it on. Actually, funny little story about that show because I watched that whole series too and then uh, I went online to be like what happened Why did they get cancelled or something and apparently this is fucking true uh, I don't know what the distributor is one of those three letter major stations whatever yeah. uh, one of the major networks whoever owns it O-L-N. they allegedly decided that uh, they were oh. done with the show and they had like some kind of transition team in because they fired a bunch of people or whatever people moved on and so no one really knew what was going on with the show so they aired the last six or seven episodes of that show out of order. <laughs> so, so like imagine you're into the show and they're like airing it out of order. So you could have saw the quote unquote season finale, like the 14th episode in or something. Cause there's like 20 episodes. Of yeah. So they aired it out of order and then we're like, Oh yeah, by the way, you're canceled. So like they didn't even let them know they're canceling it and Weird. they jumbled the ending. Yeah. So all the network, whatever. So when it went to Netflix, people were like, finally, but then they're also like, are these the real order? Like, is this? Well, they bring it. I wonder if they'll bring it back now because I think like a lot of people watched it. It comes up like as one of the. I think that Cat Dennings the, brought. She's she's doing not, she's doing Jessica Jones. That's not Cat Dennings. It fucking absolutely it's Chris is. Kristen Ritter. Oh shit! What am I saying? I don't know any names. Wait, I'm the worst for that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's definitely Kristen Ritter because she's Jessica. Jones. I think you're <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely that, that right, really Michael. Terrible like CBS show that's like two, two and a half men or whatever. I just looked up Michael Savedra and it says you're right. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Kristen Ritter. Yeah. Hold on. Is she like the daughter of uh, John Ritter? John Ritter. Is that true? Daughter of a Ritter. Yeah, I don't know which. There's not a lot of Ritters out there, though. Uh, Kristen Ritter, uh, you're right. Jessica Jones and bitch in apartment. Which one 20. is she? The, the brunette or the? She's the the, uh, the skinny. She's the mean one. Oh, she's the bitch. Yeah, the, she's the B. The yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah. You can say it. It's okay. Yeah, she, the thing that's weird about that show is that they uh, they make it seem like she's like unbearably hot. And I'm like, yeah, she's pretty, but she's not like, oh my no. god, like she's gonna control every man that's ever seen her. I'm like, yeah, she's here's the weird like, thing. She's like stalkers and all this stuff, and like that guy falling around. I'm like, yeah, she's she's. Do cute. you think it's a, okay? Let me ask you this, like, because in this context, she's not like Kim Kardashian, hot, right? You know? Come on, yeah, bring her up again. <laughs> well, here, let me ask you this, because sometimes. People get backlash for like, oh, don't rate women by numbers. That's very sexist, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But in this context, you literally were just like, people act like she's hot in the show, but she's not. She's like, uh, she could easily be a numerical rating here that we could give that would yeah. actually make sense. She's a, she's a, she's a, an eight. She's a soft eight. Yeah. For just, <laughs> just, just oh, I mean, no. yeah, oh, whatever. No. <laughs> I'm in the context that we're saying, we're not saying I'm, that yeah, her, her I'm work. Thinking, I'm speaking, I'm speaking of, uh, I'm speaking of t- television 
Yes, like, like, in a there, trope. A certain, yeah, because like if I saw on the street, she'd probably be a ten Fuck in my yeah. mind. But in the television world, there's no real ugly people. So in That's comparison right. to everyone around her, I'm like, you don't stand out more than any other character on the show. Your roommate's just as pretty as you are, if not prettier. That's right. If it looked like a real place and they went to a bar and there was ugly people there and everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's clearly... Yeah, but everyone in that world is beautiful. So that's like, yeah, right. She's just kind of one of the other beautiful people. She, uh, the blonde in that show, though, she's yeah. She, there's not a single ugly person. Even the neighbor is like supposed to be creepy. Like he's still like a, a nice looking guy. I, and just to further add to your point, at one point Eric Andre tries to make a move on the blonde, and it's he's like, "Well, I know you're out of my league." Spoiler, like spoiler. Eric Andre <laughs> is like also pushed as like a guy hot enough. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like so. Just in this world, it's kind of a weird situation. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I always find that weird. I can't help but not notice when it's like, everyone on this show is beautiful. But we're not going to all be crazy about this one, that she's so beautiful. Well, you know, what's really kind of weird is that the uh, the Bachelorette of Canada right now yeah. is from my hometown. I know her. She's 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 really good friends with Mike. She used to work at the hair salon that we're right next yeah. to right now. She works with my girlfriend. And she's a friend of mine. Oh, so you know Jasmine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went to the same high school. <laughs> we, we went to the same high school. Yeah. And uh, it's been an interesting experience coming home from the podcast every week. Seeing and, her face on the side of every bus. And, and like, yeah, and like having uh, my my fiance being like, oh my God, did you know what happened? Oh my God. And the funny thing is like, I all I did, I watched a couple, maybe one or two episodes with her. And I was like, uh, she's going to pick the the guy from Central He's gonna. He's gonna. Be, she's gonna go with like, Jock McJock, hundred yeah. percent. How do I know this? Because I grew up with a hundred girls like her. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I know yeah. everything. That like, and I, I'm also. It's gonna I, happen. Yeah. Anyway, I'd be surprised that, if it doesn't go that way. But I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, has, has a relationship ever lasted? To by the time they aired the show. Uh, the one the, the last U.S. one from Vancouver. Jillian? Uh, no. Uh, I know. I know who that was because my girlfriend at the time used to watch. That was the American. She's like upset. My, my, my girl's upset. My girlfriend at the time. This is like yeah. during 2010. Watched that show all the time, and then um, me and her broke up. Look at my my girlfriend, and then uh, Canada won the gold medal, and I went to a bar, and then I looked to my left, and I was like, "Holy shit, you're no way. Jillian!" <laughs> I was like, "I just have, I've had, I had to endure what? No offense, but I've had to watch your stupid fucking show every week <laughs> because of my girlfriend. I'm like, just broke up with her. I'm like hammered drunk, and I was with the, yeah, well, the, the greatest day in Canadian asking, history. Asking her all these like questions, like, so was he was he really a dick? Like, <laughs> Tell me about the fantasy suite. Yeah. Also, I worked for So You Think You Can Dance Canada, so I know how much bullshit. Oh, you did. Yeah, I worked on the way they used to film here every year. I would do it. Well, we have to talk about this because uh, we'll talk about this off the air because I, I have a couple questions because uh, I have it's a, all a lie. Well, I, yeah, I, I have a client that is <laughs> allegedly. Uh, yeah, yeah, allegedly, I have a client that is like went through the ranks in that. So I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you about that after. Yeah, but, but it's, they used to be like they used to like. It, well, it's not all a lie, but you just see how you know. Well, Wes Barker broke on this show that uh, basically every talent show is just completely. Well, what they do is they get like, say, they go, we got 10,000 people here lined up. Those 10,000 people, they audition at 40 people at a time for, for producers. And then the, the next day, they whittle it down. And then the next day, and then what they do is they pick the most talented, most beautiful people, and then the most mentally ill people. And then they market the show using mentally ill people. And then you cry with, then they make Facebook videos out of the other ones. That's what it is. These are people with severe Jesus. mental illness. And then they make it. My friend Conrad, well, friend I grew up with uh, in high school, his brother killed himself. He 
sold his guitar, bought $2,000 worth of bad acid, and fried his brain to the point that he would just stand on the street playing a guitar with no strings, scream at the sky. He, he's completely mental. Whoa. They used him for like three seasons in the commercials for that Canadian Idol show. Really? I was like, that's a guy with a severe brain damage. What was that your... You, you, look, how, look how stupid this guy is. He thinks he can sing. What an idiot this guy is. And, and they don't give you a fucking dollar and they make you go back four days in a row and keep auditioning and giving you hope. What, what was your... It's gross, uh, gross business. What it, was your uh, role in that then? Like, what was your... Well, then, so you think you dance? Yeah. I was just like a... a I, was started, I was a volunteer because I was going to broadcasting school. And they're like, you need... If you have volunteer hours on a production, it'll help. And then they're like, oh, you're the biggest guy here. Can you drive? So I got hired to drive around the celebrity judges. Like, the the big Mary Murphy, her name was. She yeah. was a judge from the American version. Like, pick her up from the airport and take her shopping. And was she a pleasant lady? She was. Really nice. And, like, I just basically just spent time stopping, um, like, Asian... Guys from from trying to like hug her like it was like that's basically what it was. Like, just, like, oh my god, Mary Murphy! Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to be like I don't I don't know. It's weird to say racially, but it was predominantly Asian gay men that were losing their mind. I guess I don't know if they're good dancers or something. I don't, this is Trump's America. You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. It was like yeah. I'm like wow. There's a lot of Asian men that go crazy over you. That's funny though. That, wow, I think that's fucking hilarious. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we should let you know right now if you have not yet, make sure you get yourself some tickets. Check out the very funny, the very talented James Kennedy. He'll be at Vancouver Yuck Yucks. That's December 8th through 10th. And then the following week, if you're in Abbotsford, he'll be at Yuck Yucks Abbotsford. Uh, and that is on December 15th through the 17th. He's a fantastic fella. Yeah. We love this guy. He's amazing. Uh, Mr. Svedra, how can people follow you if they want to follow you? Uh, follow me at the Svedra on Twitter. That'd be great. Yeah. And Seamart, how can people follow you? You know, it's a well-known fact. You're followable. Followable. Uh, not really. <laughs> don't Which bother. You go home, kid. Yeah. It literally says, don't bother. Yeah, check out the Boomsday Alliance Instagram, though, y'all. You'll like that. Uh, James Candy, how can people follow you? At, um, uh, at Jimmy K Comedy Woo. on Twitter and Instagram. Fucking right. You are always welcome on the show. Yeah, man. This was a lot of fun. I'm sorry I had to get out of here early. because No, that's okay. Show, but I would love to come back and do this again. Oh, it was fun. I, uh, of course. I, I would love that, man. This was actually one of the most natural and smooth episodes we've done maybe maybe ever. Since oh, ever and then here, once, so. now we've got Kanye out of the way. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because it's just... <laughs> I'm sure that like, won't ever honestly, come up again. Anyone who's going to listen to a podcast, like I did Kathleen McGee's podcast, and it was just me and Chris Griffin versus her arguing why Kanye's great and her arguing <laughs> why he's a piece of shit. Like, we did an hour and 15 minutes of us being like, greatest artist of our time. Those are lovely people, too. We, we, like, uh, we like those guys, too. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, if you guys want to follow the podcast, please do so by going to Intergalactic Interviews. You can search us on YouTube and iTunes and Stitcher. Also, if you'd be so kind to leave us a review, we'd love that, man, because uh, that's, how, that's how you get ahead. And uh, sometimes you got to just... Get down on your metaphorical knees, unzip the pants of your fan base, and just ask them for a favor. That's I'm going to give you a five-star review right now. I don't know if I've done it. And I always try to do that. Yeah, because it makes a huge difference. It does make a huge difference. And uh, you know what? Thanks, James Kennedy. Look at that. He's going to take yeah. the plunge, folks. Like it's a like a telethon. He's going like, to take the plunge himself. Yeah. yeah. He'll get a tote bag. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, I will say this. Uh, you guys are awesome. We appreciate you guys listening every week. We do get all your feedback. So just shoot us uh, emails, whatever the fuck you guys want to do. We, uh, we appreciate that. Uh, that's about it. Oh. 
One quick note, just as the music's queuing up here that we can all clearly hear. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say thank you very much to Steve Kitchen from Combination 13 for our brand new logo. God looks damn, looks fucking good. We love you guys so much. We'll see you all next week. Boosh. Mm.